Hotty ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram, at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show, Monk, right here each week. And we are going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is actually some pork rinds. Pork which, rinds? Like, I've never seen pork rinds in like a Lay's type bag. So I'm excited. Didn't I? Give you bad pork rinds yes. one day on the show? Yes, and they're very horrible. They're so gross. I have, guys, I'm on a new diet, as per usual. I am doing, um, it, well, it's it's a food elimination diet, so there's just certain ingredients I can't eat. Um, so I can eat corn chips, which is nice, mm. um, but my salsa is no garlic salsa, because I'm not Ew. supposed to eat garlic. Um, it tastes exactly the same. They just don't put garlic in it. Oh. So, yeah, it tastes the same. Hmm. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan. Started watching it in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I have seen seasons one, two, and three. And Ooh, most of you have one episode left. One episode left of season three. One. It's basically all of season three. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> and, and those we've done on the show. <laughs> yeah. All right, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Is that the right transition? That sounded kind of, kind of ominous. Is that not the point? No, oh, that's that's true. That's oh, it. Okay, okay. All right. So, are you guys ready? Because this is Mr. Monk and the End, Part One, Season Eight, Episode Fifteen. So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see twelve years into the past as Adrian and Trudy are getting ready for the day. Trudy, visibly worried, makes Adrian promise not to open his present from her until Christmas Day. We then cut to Trudy in a parking garage and see her running from who we know to be the Six Finger Man. She dies from the car bomb explosion and Adrian gets the call as he and the captain are working on a case. We then flash to present day where Adrian is on a new case and is ironically called to the same location where he received the terrible call 12 years ago a birthing center in which the head physician, Dr. Nash, is brutally murdered. They quickly hone in on a known hitman, Joey Kazarinski, after they find a partial fingerprint. We then see Kazarinski receive a phone call from the man who hired him to kill Dr. Nash. He tells him the police are onto him and to leave town, but has one more task for him, kill Adrian Monk. He knows Monk will put two and two together and he cannot allow this as he is the one who killed Trudy. Next, we see Kazarinski tailing Natalie at the store while she's buying groceries for Adrian. This is later important when it's discovered that Adrian's being poisoned and they know Kazarinski is to blame. The captain and Randy assemble a task force to take Kazarinski alive and well to be able to identify the poison used to kill Adrian. However, after a formidable chase through a train station, Kazarinski ends up dying instantly after being struck by a train. Monk, knowing this and that his time is running out, he decides to finally open Trudy's Christmas gift from 12 years ago. It's a videotape. We see Natalie and Monk viewing the tape as Trudy appears on screen with a message for Adrian. And then, to be continued. Bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. All right, that was Mr. Monk in the end, part one. Candace, <sighs> what did you like about this two-parter? Okay. Trudy makes Monk go caroling. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was really beginning. cute. Of course, we see the flashback. It's Trudy and Monk. It's Christmas time. And I love this. We've seen a few times throughout the series where they've had like small flashbacks of Trudy. Uh, this is a really happy one. Yes. This is really happy. It's really... Um, oh, okay. I say that. Trudy is obviously like visibly worried, but Monk is happy. <laughs> yeah. Monk is happy. You get to see his like just oblivious, appreciative self that he's with Trudy. You know, you can tell that he's loving her and appreciating her every day. And I love that. And that he literally says, you made me go caroling. You know, I wouldn't normally do that, but you would make me do that. And so thank you for that. And I also noted that it's interesting because we've seen Monk go caroling before with Natalie. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, so we know what that would look like. But also it's interesting that like Trudy is a woman that would make him do that. And so was Natalie. Aw. So I thought that was sweet. That is you sweet. remember that, right? Yes, I Mingo do. Caroling. Is it, they're like, sleep in heavenly peace. Sleep <laughs> in heavenly peace. I'm like, That's like the worst caroling I've ever heard. <laughs> so I like the throwback to caroling. That was my first thing. Okay. Um, my first thing is Monk is way different in the very first scene. He's like, just the way he talks and like his gestures aren't like uncomfortable oh my gosh that's a good point he's just like a completely different person it was very good acting on his part that is a really good point all of his eccentricities were not i guess not all of them he was it was like he was still monk but it was very like subdued like he was a normal person yeah wow that's a good point i noticed the hairline they grew back they made him have longer hair but mm-hmm. they grew back his hairline. Because if you watch Monk from the beginning, you see... Because you've watched the first episode or whatever, and you're like, whoa, he's young. Yeah. And as you go... And then even, like, season eight, which we're on now, th- like, I think that they all got older looking. Yeah. Not in a rude way, but we all age. You know, older looking between season seven and eight. And I thought it was interesting that they were they were able to put his hairline back in a really... Uh, realistic looking way mm-hmm. whereas like and sometimes whenever they do that you're like oh you still look old yeah you I'm glad they did that patched your hair back so yeah yeah I didn't um, even notice so it was like I mean I could definitely tell he was younger I wasn't like oh wow makeup and whatnot I exactly. just thought it wasn't was like stone double yeah exactly bad fro they put <laughs> can you imagine if they put the bad fro I on him literally this would have been like a two <laughs> two. two out of ten <laughs> oh my gosh that is so funny (laughs) okay oh my gosh we're silly we never mentioned we're on youtube we are on youtube oh my gosh hi youtube hi youtube here's looking at you youtube okay if you want to go watch us instead of listen head to our youtube channel okay continuing my next like is randy can't talk about his vacation Mm -hmm. and he's like he's like what is he he says to natalie like uh, I bet you've been wondering where I've been or something. And she's like, I didn't notice or something. And he's like, oh, well, I can't talk about it. Like, he brings it up. And then he's like, oh, I can't talk about it. And she's like, oh, did you go to New York? And he's like, oh, no, it's classified. I can't talk about it. And she's like, it says it on your uh, airplane ticket right there. It says Newark. And he's like, Natalie, can't talk about it. Or, no, he says, I can neither confirm nor deny. And she's like, I, you don't have to. I can confirm. It's right there on your ticket. He's like, Natalie, I can't talk about this. And she's like, what's there to talk about? You went to New York. I can see it. It's like, oh, my gosh. It's so it's so funny. Um, Natalie has a premonition that Monk was going to have an omen. What? 
What? That's so weird. I guess we do know that Natalie's in, not like superstitious. into... Not into voodoo. I was going to say, Natalie's into voodoo. <laughs> she hates voodoo, so she, yes, she's superstitious. But that's funny. What what kind of... Uh, that was almost like a... It was a funny line, but it was almost like, what? Like, yeah. what was your premonition that he was going to you know, have an omen? Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of... It's a random, like, throw in there line. Yeah, for but sure. But it was, it was funny. Okay, my next thing is hold the phone. Julie's favorite is honey mustard. Oh God, I didn't even think. Did about you that. notice that? I did. There's, I didn't notice it the first time, but I rewatched it, and her Natalie and Steven. and Steven are pushing the card. Yeah, but I've been around longer than Steven, so come on. That's true. You know what I mean? So they're pushing the cart in the grocery store, and and then uh, Steven's like, "Wait, why do you have to have two separate carts? Why can't you just separate it at home?" And I actually, when he asked that, I was like. It's actually smarter to do it that way, how she's doing it, because nobody wants to separate their stuff at home. Yeah. Like, if you're going shopping with your friend, you would not put all your stuff, you know what I mean? If you're going shopping by yourself for your friend, yes, you're not going to carry around two buggies. But if you have two people, that's actually easier. Way easier. It's way easier. So that's kind of a silly question. But anyway, so they're pushing around the carts and she's like, oh, honey mustard, that's Julie's favorite. And I was like, That's my favorite. If mm-hmm. I had thought about it more, I would have had some honey mustard. I did find honey mustard without, um, they usually use eggs and soy, and I can't eat either of those. But I found some at Central Market where. Dang. So I, if I would have, th- like, forethought, I watched this last night again and was like, honey mustard, but I already had my salsa planned. So sorry, guys. I have but, mixed opinions about honey mustard. I mean, I like it, but, like, sometimes it's just weird for me. I'm like... <laughs> like with certain foods or the taste of certain honey mustards is weird the the taste of certain honey mustards like they all vary like ketchup is like always tastes the same yeah that's, but honey yeah. mustard is like wild card for me yeah because sometimes they use especially in the healthier ones they go towards the must the uh, the honey mm-hmm. so sometimes you eat it and you're like oh this doesn't have enough like twang or like kick to it yeah. it's like honey mustard and then sometimes it's honey mustard yeah. And you're like, that's gross. That's <laughs> yeah. gross. Too much mustard. It's exactly. not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I put Julie's favorite is honey mustard. Also, Julie's back. I know. Did Ooh. you have that or no? I didn't. I did have Dr. Bell's back. Oh, okay. Okay. That's Dr. a good Bell one, too. Dr. Bell is back. That's, that's true. <laughs> I was not expecting to see Dr. Bell. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting to see Julie. Because they said it at the beginning. Well, that, but I mean, like, just, I was expecting it because we haven't seen her. Oh, yeah, We yeah. saw Dr. Bell last episode. Yes. So I thought that was going to be Dr. Bell's goodbye. Yeah. But I I was like, they better have Julie. And so, and then Natalie, like, drops it in the beginning, and you're like, okay, yes. Yeah. And then she shows up, and then it re- it's revealed that she's going, did you catch the school she was going to? I didn't. Berkeley. Is it Berkeley? That was at the end of, yeah, she said that. It's like 30 minutes away, and they said that at the end of the drama episode. Uh, the credit episode. Really? Because that's where Monk went. Yeah. So, did, because they didn't mention that, right? They they said that at the end of the... The critic one? The critic one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Because Monk is reading yeah. the acceptance letter, and he's like, May 20... Yeah. Oh, you're right. Okay, so then it wasn't just revealed then. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. And I missed the name of the school. Okay, I'm behind on the game. Okay, so, uh, but we do know that she is going for sure. Like you said, it's only 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And they have the conversation. Because uh, she's like, Mom, calm down. It's only 30 minutes away. Mm. And she's like, yeah, but this house won't be a home. Uh, yeah. And then Julie's like, 
Oh, real mood killer, mom. It's so <laughs> funny. It was a really good Julie line. I like that. So we oh. need more Julie. Oh, she also said, um, she mentioned Trudy's gift and said that it was really romantic that Monk had never opened it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that was sweet of her. I, <sighs> we need more Julie. We need, we definitely need more Julie. Yeah. Like, this season eight would have definitely been my favorite season if we had more Julie. Julie action is my favorite kind of action, I'll be honest. I mean, the three Julies, that episode was dang good. That was one of the best. That was dang good. So, I mean, I'd have to agree that when they center things around Julie, it, it gets fun. Yeah. It's definitely fun and it's different. I mean, I don't know if she was in it a lot, how different it would be, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, I feel like we could have, I don't know, maybe they should have put the critic closer to the end of the series instead of the beginning. Because then it feels like it's been so long. They should have yeah. summed her up. I feel like they could have put that, like, right before, let's see, what is backwards badge? Uh, Captain gets married. And then before that was the camping one. Mm-hmm. They could have nixed the camping one. Yeah, really, yeah. Put the critic, I think, at the end, because it gives you a summary of Julie's adventure. Exactly. Instead of at the beginning, because that feels like a long time ago. Yeah. So. Like, right. the whole Berkeley thing would have been a nice bow on that. Yeah. For sure. And the acceptance letter at the end. Yeah. Wouldn't, like, I forgot about it. Yeah. It w- I wouldn't have forgot. I'd be like, okay, Julie's done. Let's move on. Yeah. But now we're in the, we're in the finale, and we're like, we just need a taste of Julie, because... Yeah. We haven't seen her in forever. I'm glad we got Julia. Yeah, me too. Hopefully she's in the second part because, I don't know, as much as Julie was in this episode for a scene, I need more. Oh, no. She was, it was very small. Yeah. I'm just glad they at least gave her, they gave her a funny line, they gave her a sweet line, and we got to see her, like, do her thing. Mm-hmm. Like, at least they didn't just show her face. Exactly. Like, oh, she's just eating and then, like, let Steven talk or something. I'd be like... Yeah. So exactly, but I do agree more Julie for sure. Um, what's your next like? Um, well, this one's kind of a dislike. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. Then why are you about Doctor Bell? Because we already were on. Oh the no, dis- I have a dislike the- about Doctor Bell. That's one of my only dislikes. Is about Doctor Bell. Is it? It's for, oh god. Why are you gonna say dislike? I do. My I, my dislike about Doctor Bell is how he was like kind of interrogating Monk. Okay, about what? He was like. I didn't write this down, but he said, um, oh, he's like, what did the, what was his last words or whatever? Oh. Like, what did he, did he say anything? Oh, did, yeah. Like, as if he was, like, trying to help with the case or something. It's like, did he say anything about the, like, before he got hit by a train? Which, I mean, I guess was for Monk to say the line. I don't know, maybe something like train. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get that. Yeah, no. That's, no, that's, that's a But, good like, design. I mean, you're supposed to be, like, it's okay, Monk, you know, it's fine. Not like, hmm, I wonder what how this happened. Like, Monk's the smartest man in the world. You need to be helping him. Mm-hmm. I would riff Anyways. off that, but that's a dislike. So, Because I have mine at the bottom, so I'll just keep it on likes. Okay, um, my next one is, and this is extremely, extremely random, and no one's going to care. Maybe I'll put a little sticker up here for the YouTube people to see. In the scene where they're at the doctor's office, that birthing center, there's this little Ikea shelf. And I follow someone on Instagram who's like redone that same shelf. What? And see those baskets? Yes. She she added those drawers, but before it looked like 
All those baskets. Oh, yeah, all those baskets. Do you remember that or no? You, you, there's no I, way you remember. No, because you were. I remember you going. Oh my god, that's IKEA. Here it is. What? Yeah, I recognized the little cube shelf and the IKEA baskets and was like, <gasps> Sassy Barn. Wow. <laughs> she that. I was like, that's cool. That's some good branding. So I'll put. Sorry for you audio listeners. I'll put it on the video so you guys can see. But yeah, I put Sassy Barn shelf because I follow the Sassy Barn and <laughs> Sherry did that shelf. Anyways, um, I'll do another one. Uh, Randy raises his hand. They're getting the task force together. Stoudemire's like, okay, guys, we're oh, doing yes. this for Monk. This is great. Which I also loved, by the way. I loved that, that they were all the rallying around. We're not here for the money, Captain. Captain yeah. yeah. So he's like, okay, you guys, you guys are all going to be with me. Everybody else with Randy. And Randy's like, raising his hand. Oh, like, yeah. Randy, put your hand down. Everybody knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Some <laughs> subtle Randy dumbness. No, and I then, loved it. And then the captain was like, uh, "Our our um, suspect is Joey Krasinski," and then Randy is like, "Or Joey Kaz, or Joey K." Yep, yep. <laughs> See, I only have a couple more, and they're not. I, I, I they're, barely have any likes. Yeah, they're not um, very specific likes. They're more of a gen- general things. Do you have any? I only have two more likes. Okay. Um, yeah, mine are pretty. Okay, I guess I'll go. So, Monk is hilarious when he's dying. Okay. They're hilarious. So, the I want to say the first thing is whenever he's getting. Is it when he's getting his blood drawn? I think is the first thing. Because they're like, you've been poisoned. Let's take you to the hospital. <laughs> so, she's like, okay, I'm going to need to take some blood. And Monk's like, okay, Natalie, give her some blood. <laughs> it's so funny. And then they have the, everyone come and hold him down because, you know, he can't get the shot or whatever. And then what I think is probably the funniest one is when the doctor is walking to down the hallway. No, I hated that. And they're all just that. waiting. And they're just like, the doctor's like walking. And they're I just like. I hated that. It's like, oh my God, this is the longest walk ever. And then he finally gets to them. And the doctor's like trying to make Monk realize like how serious this is. And he's like, so you're going to not feel great. Then you're going to have vomiting followed by death. And he's like, oh, my God. Vomiting. <laughs> vomit. He's like, Adrian, did you hear what I said? Vomiting followed by death. He's like, I just, vomiting. Did you hear it, Natalie? Vomiting. I just don't want to vomit. He's like, Mr. Monk, I need you to understand. Vomiting, yes, but... Followed by death. I need you to hear the last part. He's like, is there any chance the death could come before the vomiting? (laughs) It's so funny. And then they're like, okay, well, how much time do we have? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe three days. And Monk is like, I wish it was five. And they're like, why? And he's like, because it's a bigger number. (laughs) Like, what? Could have picked any other number. He should have said 10. Yeah. Why didn't he say 10? Yeah. I didn't even get that. I, I mean, it was funny, but I guess it was, it would have been less of a joke because you would have known why he said 10. Yeah. So he said like a more random number and he's like, cause it's a bigger number. That's like, that's like a Randy line. Yeah. Like Randy could have said Randy that. Randy could have definitely said that. Yeah. I wish it was five. I mean, like, cause it's a bigger number. Like <laughs> what? Duh. That's t- that is that's totally a Randy line. That would have been I, actually funnier for sure. I I do think that what they were trying to do was they were trying to make everybody else very urgent and serious, and they were trying to make Monk funny yes. and ironic about his own death. Yeah. So I think that's what they were going for. But. I I loved Monk 
pretending to feel better so he doesn't have to give blood. They're like, all right, we're going to need some blood. And he's like, I'm cured. It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> They're like, no, Mr. Funk. It's so funny. And then the, when the doctor comes in, he's like, have you eaten anything unusual lately? And he's like looking at Natalie. Like, oh, she fan, you know, and Natalie's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me if I gave you food poisoning or whatever? He's like, I said, well done, Natalie. I said, well done. <laughs> So it was, like, it no, was well done. No, it wasn't. It was pink. There was still you, blood coming out. seen it was bleeding everywhere. <laughs> that is so Toby. Toby is the worst. Toby always wants a perfectly cooked <laughs> steak, but can't stand if there's like a smidgen of blood or like, it's like, oh yeah, this is, I'm sorry, this is too pink. This is too pink. I'm like, I just can't stand the taste of well done steak. Yeah. So I will take a little blood and pink over it being well Definitely. done. But that's just me. I don't know. I don't mind blood and pink. Yeah. If I'm being honest. I mean. I mean, people. This is what I always tell myself. I'm like, people eat like sushi, like raw sushi. I eat raw like sushi. Like uncooked fish. That's, yeah. That's like ex- raw fish. Exactly the same thing. And I'm like, I mean, I don't know because I don't know like the difference between fish and beef. As far as, like, the germs things go, uh-huh. you know? But I'm, like, that's just what I always tell myself when I'm, like, oh, maybe I was, like, ate something bad or whatever. And I'm, like, people eat raw food. Yeah. People eat out of the dumpster. Like, you know, not normal people. You know, people eat out of the... <laughs> like, people eat worse things. And are fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I also had the, the it's a miracle thing. Um, the whole train scene. That train scene is mm. absolutely epic. Oh, well, for sure. Yeah, it starts out with Randy's... Uh, Randy's probably most epic screw-up ever on the entire show. Ever. Oh, yeah. When he's like, has his walkie-talkie and he's in the control room. Captain, there's blood everywhere. There's so much blood. <laughs> Randy, Randy, your thing's still on. The microphone is still on. Turn off the microphone. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Captain, there's blood everywhere. He's probably still out there. He's got a gun. He's killed once. He won't be afraid to do it again. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all sitting ducks out there. <laughs> they're all sitting ducks out there. Yeah, they're all like... <laughs> like running and Stoudemire's just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is not happening. So then, right, that's Randy's most epic scrope ever, followed by the most epic chase scene ever. 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 Oh my gosh. World. This was straight out of like... Feature film, motion Marshall, picture. Marvel movie. The, it was like, <laughs> I mean, they weren't like superheroes, but I get what you're saying. Essentially. Like, they were almost, the captain was like this close to like lighting up like Iron Man <laughs> style and like, like pushing away. Randy was like almost on like a hoverboard thing. Like, the Green Lantern. It's like that? the end of the scene. The captain's like, shh. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> reveals he's, what's his name? Tony Stark. <laughs> It was, guys, it was close. It was pretty it was close. very close. But seriously, like, Randy, so Randy figures out the control tower, which I thought was great. Yeah. Well, Stottlemyre does too. He goes, where's the announcement? There's no announcement. And Randy's like, control tower. So Randy's like, Woof, Woof, Woof. and you're like, Jason looks so fast. Yeah. He was running through there super fast. And then whenever Kazarinski gets out, oh, it's that part. Because he's right in front of him, Stottlemyre. And he's like, Kazarinski. And then he takes off running. And he's like, Woof, Woof. and then Ted Levine is 
hauling. And yeah, he's, exactly. his his scene is way longer yeah. than Jason's. They, he runs through the thing. He, like, when the guy opens the door, Stottlemyre, like, jumps and dives after yeah, him and falls yes, on the ground. Yeah. Then he gets up. Then they run on the train. And then they jump on the train. Jump and train to train, around trains. Really nice scene. It was insane. Oh, oh, I was the most, I was impressed because you could tell it was not a stunt double was the carousel with the um, luggage. He runs over two of them. Like he runs over and he's like, and runs on top of him and then it cuts. He's like, I was like, yeah, that was sick. I want to know how many times they did that scene. fit. He was, and he was, I mean, he was running. He was running fast. Yeah. That was I was, was impressive. I was super impressed as acting, like just physical ability. That was amazing. And then, of course, you have the killer gets hit by the train, and then just the scene where Stottlemyre goes up to him on the ground, and he's just dead. Just yeah. like pounds him into the ground, and he's like, "No, God, why?" Tony Stark, you know, moment. Yeah. yeah. But then, <laughs> but then you it it cuts because it's close up, and then it cuts away, mm. and the sun is like. Glaring. Glaring. There's a sun glare. And Randy and the captain are just like, so good. Oh my gosh. That was really good. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any more? I have one more. I have one more as well. This was, I think, without a doubt, the most bloody monk episode. There was a lot of blood. The guy with the pills... Nash, Dr. Nash. He had blood coming, a pool of blood, which I was like, what the heck is happening? Mm -hmm. Pills everywhere, which they never even usually show a body, first of all. And second of all, like, the guy who got hit by the train was, like, all bloodied up. It was, Mm -hmm. it was a lot. I don't remember which, I know which episode, I don't remember what exactly they showed, but don't you remember in Mr. Monk and the Wrong Man... Where at the very beginning, because they're trying to make a point that like, remember the wrong man's one where he convicts him? They're trying to make a point that it it's like the really most brutal grisly murder. murder. Yeah. That's the only one that I can remember being more, but I don't even remember what they actually showed. It was just like blood, like it panned away and there was like blood squirting or something. That's what I was But saying. I don't think they actually showed. Like the blood scene. I remember there's another one where someone gets like bludgeoned and you see it. Oh Yeah. I don't remember. It's yeah. pretty violent. But this but that, that's, a, that's a good point, though. That's a good observation. Because, yeah, both crime scenes... Well, <laughs> it makes sense because he was killed by the same guy. They were killed by the same dude. So, what, it, like, he they shoot him... What, they shoot him in the back first and then shoot him in the head or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joey kills this, both guys. Yes. So, it makes sense, but that was, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so that was your like. That was your last like. That was my last like. It was, it, really, was it was a really bloody episode. Oh. Oh, okay. Like, it was like the show not holding back. I liked it. Interesting. They were creative with it. Okay. All right. So my final like is I was absolutely gutted. Gutted when Monk asks to open Trudy's present. That was so sad. Because he's like, okay, it's time to open the present. Yeah. And Natalie's like, knows that means that he's dying. And like, he's giving up. I'm going to cry. And she's like, no, Mr. Monk, no. And he's like, yes. And then she gets it. And then she's like crying. And I'm crying. And everybody's crying. And Toby was crying. And Noel was crying. (laughs) So, yeah. And then, and then Monk sees that it's a videotape. They put in the tape. And then Trudy's face pops up. And then Monk starts crying. Ugh. Mm Mm-mm. 
Oh my gosh. That's it. And then it was to be continued. So we'll mm. cry more next time on next week's <laughs> episode. All right, I'm done. All right. What did you dislike about this episode, Candace? Okay, I think this might have been our first like. Uh, I didn't like that they didn't try to make the captain look younger. Mm-hmm. When they go to the birthing center, I didn't even know it's still that. in the past. The, but Sotomayor looked way different from season one. Easily. Yeah. I mean, I, more hair. they should have done... You know what they did? I've, I've been... I'm trying to do the wrap-up. I'm trying to get an early start on it, so I'm re-watching. And remember at the very beginning of this season, his hair, he didn't push it back. He had, like, nasty hair that, like, flung into, like, little bangs. They could have done something like that. Just... They could have just changed his hairstyle. Yeah. It looked exactly the same. Yes. And so it was almost, like, borderline confusing, because, like... You didn't know, like, when it switched to present day. I mean, you did because it said the words on the screen. But, like, Trudy dies and then you're still watching the scene. Monk looks different and Stottlemyre looks exactly the same. Yeah. So you're, like, you're literally looking at a hairline to see, like, oh, okay, yeah, we're still in the past. And then it goes to the future and they're the same in the same area. And Stottlemyre literally looks exactly the same. Yeah. And he points out the line, like, oh, yeah, I remember. I was standing here and you were standing there. And I look exactly the same. You know? Yeah. He was. He should have just said that. Yeah. You've aged, Monk. Huh, imagine. Imagine <laughs> aging. For real. But yeah, that was my first dislike. They didn't. They didn't try with the captain, and they did such a great job with Monk. And okay. Didn't try. Well, my first dislike is a pretty big one. It's a little bit of a. It's a controversial. Controversial acting moment. Um, oh no! Who acted bad? Trudy's actor. Makes me feel literally nothing whenever I watch it. I'm I'm sorry. I okay. literally don't feel anything whenever I watch it. I don't think you're alone in it that. It feels like she's reading lines completely off a of script. I'll be completely honest. I I really don't know if it's because she's Jan from The Office, but everything just feels so ingenuine. I don't. I I would say there's a lot of people that feel that way. I'm not one of them. I actually really like Melora Hardin. I feel like she's really talented. I think she really kills it as Jan. I think, I mean, mm-hmm. I think her acting is is better as Jan, but also I am very surprised because I watch The Office a lot and I, I rarely, I, I think of her as Melora Hardin who plays Jan. I do not think of her as Jan when I'm watching her be Trudy. And again, I might be uh, in the minority for that, but I just feel like Melora Harden is really good in the sense that I can watch her as Trudy and be like, she's Trudy and not go, I can't, that's Jan, I can't do it. I, I don't- I cannot even like my brain. I just don't understand why they couldn't pick a different actor. Like she isn't even like- Well, they would have had to have changed her again because I know, they but they've changed her so many times and it's like- Well, I think, I that, I think there's only two. Trudy's. There's like three. No, I think there's two. They never mentioned her. I read like the book and I've read like, I've listened to like interviews and they've only mentioned one other lady's name. Her name's like Stella or something like that. Reinchich is the original. She's like a Canadian and that was whenever they were filming in Vancouver. They cast her and then season two was just like logistical, wasn't very good. And then the writers knew that they wanted Trudy to be more and more flashbacks and stuff. So they hired an American actress that would be more permanent. 
And so then they hired Melora Hardin. So, and it was like the same exact time, hmm. I want to say, that they had gotten, because the office started in 2005. Yeah. And then, I think. Should have. I thought it was 2005. And then, th- and then this show started in 2003. Okay. So I think they, hi- she got the office and Monk almost in the same time. Probably. I, th- I think that's what happened. So I do remember that, that fun fact on our trivia episode. Where Andy Breckman literally, like, he had been watching the British version of The Office. So he, like, took the documentary style of one of the episodes of where Karen Stottlemyre is, like, making a film. He, like, mm. took that from the British office. And then the U.S. office started becoming really popular and, like, came out or whatever. And he got nervous that, like, people would, like, realize that he had, like, stole that idea. I was like, that's pretty far yeah. off. They, they're doing, like, a mockumentary. Yeah. Like, with talking heads and all this stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, so let's see. My next dislike. Okay, my first three are about Stoudemire. The second one, because oh, the first one was about they didn't make him look younger. This oh. next one is he s- takes the photo out of the. He takes my Apple Watch. I don't know how to work it yet. Um, <laughs> it t- he takes the photo out of the bird cage that the bird has been pooping all over. I don't understand the problem with this. He's a cop. He should be able to get his hands dirty every once in a while. I mean, like, it's Monk we're talking about here. Oh, wait. Monk wasn't even on the line yet, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, they were just... Uh, yeah, because they were still on the whole Nash thing. It was This is yeah. for Nash. Yeah. Which still... And Randy's man like... man was killed. Again. He has, like, obviously, like, white bird poop on his picture. And then Randy's like, he has a white goatee? And Stoudemire's like... And scratches it off with his fingernail. Ugh. It's I'm bird not, poop. Come and, on. See, and like, it's just there's, like there's things that like I'm super like not in about like dog poop. Like dog poop is I don't like, like whatever. Dog poop either. But no, I'm I'm not saying like dog like things that I find like other people are like that's disgusting, and I'm like oh that's not that bad. Like dog poop, you have to pick up your dog poop. But it's like birds have diseases, is what they always tell you. And then you're like taking your actual fingernail and scraping off. Bird. It even had it on his fingernail. I saw it. And I was like, Bleh. it was gross. Mm. I didn't like it. I don't, I don't know. know. I, it's not like I'm a huge fan of bird poop or anything. <laughs> but No advocating for bird poop. It's <laughs> like I don't see the problem. a bird poop or Melora Harden as Trudy. It's like, mm, I just, I'm kind of going the, bird poop. The bird poop had better acting, I'll be honest. <laughs> That is so mean. <laughs> that is so mean. Oh my gosh. What's your next dislike? I love you, Melora. I don't. I'm sorry. No. I, think I love you, Melora. You I... did great in the office. I just don't. I can't see it. It's not she her did, fault. She did so good in the office, which I watched first, that I couldn't imagine her as Trudy. So really, it's just that she's such a good actor, if you think about it. Okay. <laughs> All, half the time. Okay. Oh. Your next dislike. Monk getting sick is entirely Steve's fault. What? How? Explain. Prove me wrong. Explain. Okay, so Natalie has her own car, and Steve is pushing the one next to her, mm. and he lets it go. Like, he let just completely lets go of it, goes 10 feet in front of, or like, lets it go, I don't know, 20 feet behind them. The guy goes, takes their car, does something weird with it. His voodoo magic. Right After right. making a condescending remark about... <laughs> about the cart itself like why do we have to have this cart and exactly. then it's like to roll off 
Exactly. Yeah. Steve was irresponsible, let the card out of his vision. Natalie did her her work fine. It wasn't her fault. Steve sucks. I hate Steve. And were they macking out while he They did were it? macking out. They're like la 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 and over there that guy's poisoning monk. It was messed up. Steve sucks. I will never approve of Steve. I'm sorry. Okay, I almost put my dislike, my first dislike. I typed it on my phone when we were watching it the first time because I was like, oh, I'm writing this down. <laughs> I thought it was a different Steve. I thought it was a different guy. Oh, yeah. I remember whatever yeah, you said that. Because I was like, is, is that the same guy? He, looked, he felt like guy? taller. He looked older. He looked, yeah. I think he looked older. Like his face was a little bit more slim. Yes, and, yes. His face was and, more slim. Yeah. And so I was like, Wait a second. He's on one other episode and they can't get this guy to come back. And I was going to go on this huge rant about it. Uh, but <laughs> I looked it up and it's the same guy. So I was like, that's funny. <laughs> Never mind. But you guys got to hear the rant still. So there's that. Okay. My next dislike is again about Stoudemire. Okay. Do you, you have to have this one? Okay. Oh, no. I knew you would have it. So I didn't write it down. Oh, my. It was horrible. Tell him about it. Okay. During the chase scene in the train station, freaking Ted Levine. I don't know if they told him to do this. They probably did. They had to. uh, Poor Ted. There's no way he was like, oh, it's a natural run. Uh, People on What's It Called can't really see (laughs) what he did. But as soon as freaking Joey Kazarinski is seen... Freaking Captain Stottlemyre yells, Kazarinski! Pulls out his badge and runs with it. Like, well, his left arm is just, like, regularly, like, running. But his right arm is just, like, two feet in front of him trying to, like, hold out his badge. I don't know, so people would move? Just, like, like, kind of stiff arm, but, like, showing his badge. I mean, that obviously has to be what he was doing. He was trying to get people to either move or, and what I was kind of thinking is, like, because sometimes when people are, like, being chased, if it's like, hey, stop that guy, like, maybe a good Samaritan will be, like, trip and, like, trip the guy, right? But if you think, like, the good guy is being chased by a bad guy, like, you don't know what's going on. Like, you don't know who's good and who's bad, but if you see a guy holding out, like, I'm the police officer, and I'm chasing after that guy. Maybe someone might help that me stop him. That would sense. But he should have said, I think he should have said, someone stop him. I'm po- police. Someone stop that man. And, like, thrown that line in, like, one time or something. Well, everyone's But he was also running. super dangerous. Every- he was He's also, also super, super dangerous. Super dangerous. Killed, like, two people earlier that morning. Yeah. And everyone is running, and why would anyone stop to help? Yeah. I would have gotten out of there immediately. Yeah. I don't... And yeah. it's just like, for a whole 10 seconds, he's running, like, yeah. badge in front of him. It, I guess maybe, like I was saying, now that I'm t- saying it out loud, like, it was an in-between between, like, saying, like, I'm the police. Like, stop. He's more of just saying, like, I'm the police. Like, I'm the good guy. I'm chasing after him. Like, don't get in my way. Or, like, you know, be careful. You know, without saying all those things, you're kind of saying, like... Like that. I'm the authority yeah. and I'm running. I don't know. I don't But it, it looked silly. It looked so if anything stupid. if anything, it looked silly and he still yelled his name when they were been trying to be sneaky and like hiding the things yeah. and all this and then Kazarinsky <laughs> Oh wait. <laughs> it was just Yeah. 
Like, and and then he, he could have probably caught up to him if he wasn't running weird. Well, he, well, he would have caught up to him yeah. in the first place if he hadn't yelled his name. If he hadn't yelled his name, let everyone just been like, and their mother know that he knew that Kazarinsky was there. He could have walked right up to him. Yeah. And just been like... Because Kazarinsky was like walking the other way of everyone else. They're just like being yeah, trying was, to act yeah. calm and whatnot. And Sotomar's like, Kazarinsky! And it's not my voice. That's my style of my voice. Yeah. No, that was good. That was my walkie-talkie style of my <laughs> Not regular. You gotta come off, off the cuff. Randy. <laughs> Monk. It's as good as it's gonna get, guys. We've been doing this for like a year and a half. That's as, that is as good as you're gonna get. Monk. 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 <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> So that was my dislike, but I have quite a few more. Do you want me to go again? I could go. Okay. Um, uh, what was the point of the super long hallway joke? I did not like that. It was just more. Whatsoever. It, it was. And I will say, I didn't think it was that long of a joke. It was a whole like 30 second joke meant to kill time. I thought that and, they did a good job. I, I liked it better that they didn't leave it on the doctor. Like they show the doctor and your your first thought is like, well, he's really far away. And then they turn on to them and they're like, oh God. And Monk's like, ugh. And they're all just like nervously waiting. And then they turn it back around and he's still walking. Like, whereas like they didn't just sit the camera on the doctor while he walked. And they're like, are we really just watching? That's what walk? it felt like You're watching. Me. You're watching them in angst as he's walking. There so was like, I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was too much. Monk was like, Monk's delivery or Tony's delivery on that. On the actual joke itself, like, is this the longest hallway in the world? Wasn't even like funny to me. Yeah, I don't think he should have said that. Yeah. I don't think I don't think the line was needed. I know I, no, I thought the, the line was needed I, to I point it so. out, but I just felt like the way he said it was just so un not like, oh, is this the longest hallway in the world? It's like not even like either genuinely asking either. It was just uh, there was something about it that was off. No, that's true. I didn't like the delivery of it either. I just don't think he should have said it. I th- I yeah. think he should have let the audience just kind of mole with it. Like, is this guy kidding me? He's like yeah. taking forever. Yeah. Without Monk like saying it out loud. But no, I I get what you're saying though. It's just one of those long Monk jokes that they go for and they want you to feel awkward and then. You either like feeling the awkwardness or you don't like feeling the awkwardness. And yeah. so we just both lean towards don't. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. My next thing is the Dr. Bell thing that I was alluding to. Oh, okay. Is, again, I love Dr. Bell. I love that he came back. But oh, God, what is it? He totally was using a pencil. Oh, yeah, that was messed up. He was totally using a pencil and he was making the big deal. Like, you know what, Adrian? I have my appointment book right here and I'm just going to write you in for the next five weeks. Using a pencil. What? Oh, yeah, sometimes I just use a pencil. I don't know where my pen is. It's right there. It's literally right there in your book. Yeah. You're, us- you're using a pencil. And he's like, no, Adrian, I swear I didn't mean anything by it. And you're like, you did. He's the smartest detective in the world, Dr. You, Bell. You did. Come on, man. And I get not wanting to, like, redo your book. But it's like, don't make the point that it's permanent, that he's not dying, and then pick up the pencil purposely. He's not stupid. Just why pick even, up the thing. And why then... even promise your, like, your patient, who isn't even your, like, doctoral or, like, you're not taking care of him, like, you're taking care of him mentally, but it has nothing to do with the poison in his body. 
So why are you like, you know what? Well, you'll be fine. Like, I got you. Like, I'll write you in so I can you can show me your trust. But it's like, no, I have three days to live. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be tricky for sure as a psychiatrist to be like, I feel like it, I was probably more of his job to help <clears throat> him cope with dying and not make him, not help him be in more denial about dying. Yeah. You're not going to die. It's okay. Like, why would you say yeah. that? Yeah. It was kind of some weird Dr. Bell advice, I guess. Yeah. Because what was your dislike about him when he... Oh, you said, like, he was basically, like, interrogating him, like... Yeah. What were his last words? Like, as if you're going to help. Like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Like, you're not a police officer and you're not mm. a medical, like, doctor. Yeah. Stay in your lane, Dr. Bell. Stay in your lane. <laughs> For sure. If he's depressed about dying, help him with that. Mm-hmm. I guess. So, um, I guess it does show that they're more friendly. I don't know. I don't know. Um, this is super random and small, but... The scene with Stottlemyre and Randy, and they're both in his office, and Stottlemyre gets out, like, the whiskey and pours them, and they drink. For one, I thought that scene was a little unnecessary. I think that the scene where Kazarinsky dies at the train station, I thought that was enough. To be honest, I, that, that was literally, like, the only scene I've watched it, like, three times. And I was like, I this scene is just kind of boring. That was the only scene I felt oh, that really? way about, though. That was the only That's the only scene. That was to me that was the only scene I thought was boring. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um and then uh but my point was I thought it was a missed opportunity for Randy to mention his funeral song that he had made before. It's like could have totally did that. Guess I get to use my song now. And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "You know the song I wrote for the first time Monk died or almost died." You know. Like 48 or 49. Oh, wait. He's 50 now. Ugh. Gonna have to rewrite. Yeah. That would have been Was that a good joke? That was good. I just came up with that right on the spot. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I just started saying it. But, like, that would have been... And then Stoudemire's just like... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> just drinks his whiskey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. That would have been good. That would have been so good. So, that's also, I guess, what I was picturing on that scene every time. And I'm like, oh, I should have said it. Oh my god, he should have said it. Okay, well, my very last dislike. I only have one more. It is... Oh no, I have have two more. I have two more. I do too. Um, I feel like this episode is is just straight up just trying to waste time. They they have... They've said... There's like two scenes that are actually meaning... Three scenes, four scenes that are actually meaningful towards the two-parter. And they're saving the rest of it for the next episode. So the... Finale can be all wham packed full of action and whatnot, but they're just trying to fill, you know, the usual 45 minutes or however long it is with content. So they made the, what's it called joke? The hallway joke. They did, wait, where is it? The hallway joke, the vomiting followed by death. I hated that too. And Monk splitting his pills up and the whiskey scene. Monk splitting his pills up was a whole freaking minute of him just probably even more. I don't I didn't count it, but where he opens the pill thing. We literally watched the entire thing. He separates all of the little ball things, scoops them into a spoon, you know, swallows, mm-hmm. scoops them into a spoon, swallows, scoops them into a spoon, swallows. Like, why did we need to see that? Mm-hmm. If they had more content in this episode, I feel like I would have liked it way, way more. Like, more jo- more jokes, 
like you said, they could have just put, like, because, I mean, the whole pill scene was a joke in itself. Well, so was the vomiting and so was so the So was long the vomiting walk. and the long walk, but they just weren't funny by themselves. They needed more. And, like, I mm-hmm. guess the the pill scene was supposed to be, like, I don't know, Monk, Monk and Natalie are by themselves and they're just, you know, kind of wallowing and they're pretty sad. But just, hmm. it could have been way okay. more emotional, I feel like. That is definitely an interesting perspective. And I, but the only scene that I think I agree with you on is, is the one I just said. The whiskey the, scene? The whiskey scene. I felt like they could have even had part of that scene. Like, they didn't need to cut it out completely if they wanted, like, the sweet words between Randy and the captain. They could have left the sweet words, but cut out, like, him getting the drink and it taking them so long and for them to drink it. I think they could have shortened that. And then the pill thing, they could have shortened that. So I could agree those two scenes, but I feel like the long walk one and the vomiting one, I laughed at the vomiting one really hard. I did and not. And I, I, I did both funny. times and whenever I was saying it, I loved it. And so I just think that the writers were trying to, whereas maybe compare, as you were saying, like which scenes were kind of filler, I was thinking of like on the run like part one, I feel like they probably, I just can't think of like specifically, but I I, I think that there were some scenes that were like that. Uh-huh. They're just a little bit filler because it's, it's like there's too much to fit into one episode, but not quite enough to fit into two. Uh-huh. But I think that what they also tried to do is not go like action, 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 action. I think about in the, in on the run, that's when they do the shake scene. Where Natalie's making the shake and the blender and everything. Like, that scene is really long. Yeah. Like, and so you could say, like, wow, what a filler scene that was. Or you could think, that is one of my favorite scenes. That is so funny when they're making the blender. You know what I mean? So it's like... It's just I different, th- though. But I, I don't feel like think the it comedy is. holds that, that... I just think we both found those scenes not... I found it not as funny and you found it funny. So we just have different outlooks on it. Yeah. But... I don't know. It was a very hit or miss joke, in my opinion. Right. Exactly. It's 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 your perspective is different. If you thought the scene was funny or not, you go that scene wasn't needed, or I liked that scene. So it changed your perspective on how many scenes were actually filler on an episode. But what I was gonna say is, I thought that the writers, what they were like, I said before, what they were trying to do was mix monks, his own like funniness and dark humor on like dying. Yeah. And mix it with action by everybody else. Mm-hmm. Action and storyline. And his was... Because he can't do that much when he's physically dying. Yeah. So everything that he has is a joke of joke about him dying. Another joke about him dying. So, But I I mean, I respectfully agree. Or I agree to disagree with your opinion. So, okay. Um, let's see. My second to last one is Monk can't say a real goodbye to Trudy. Like, Yeah, that's messed up. I, I feel like, understand. I'll tell her tomorrow. I'm like, okay, that makes sense, but still, though. He must have been feeling, like, really bad. Like, again, they made it into a joke. They made that scene into a joke, yeah. but, like, they could have made that into, like, I'm sorry. Like, and him just saying, I'm sorry, and then Natalie being like, is that it? And he's like, I'll tell her the rest tomorrow. But instead, he made it a joke and was like, see ya. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that he could have just said, like, a real goodbye to her. And not made it into a joke. I think it could have been another touching scene. It didn't have to be a long one. But where he's actually talking to her. Because in the last scene, she's talking to him. 
Yeah. So it's not like he ever said anything like romantic or anything to her. So I don't know. That's my, that's just my, not a real goodbye to Trudy one. Okay. Do you have one more? I, I have one more, but I just thought of something that really bothered me every time I watched this episode. Okay. At the very beginning when Trudy is like sitting on the bed next to him and she's like, Ugh. oh, what are you doing? You're side of the bed, right? Yeah. She says the word scrunched up on your side of the bed. And that mess is like scrunched up. Like, it's like bones feel weird. Oh. Like, I don't know. It but you know, that's a f- you know it's a phrase, right? I know it's a phrase. Oh, okay, I know okay. it's a phrase. Oh, okay. It was just an odd phrase to say in that context, I feel like. Like, what, you don't, you don't always, thing? yeah, you don't always have to, like, lay on that side of the bed. You don't have to be I think scrunched they were, up. I think they were trying to make her sound more casual than, like. like they're just talking. and Yeah. Yeah. Than, like, hello, Adrian. Yeah. Lay out on the bed or whatever, you know, like, you're like, you're all scrunched up on your bed. Like, uh, I think they were trying to think they great. I don't so like that. I don't like that. Moist. Every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every time so I watched this episode, I was like, she said scrunched up and I couldn't help but like And laugh. you scrunched up? I, I scrunched up and I was like, hee hee. <laughs> exactly. Oh That's funny. Okay, what's your actual last dislike? Anyway, Besides the word scrunched. I don't want to be political or anything. Another political one? But, oh my god. No, this is actually political. Here's the thing. Oh. Monk and his vaccine? Monk wouldn't take the COVID vaccine? Well, wow. I, I'm sure to put that in plot holes. You can't not be vaccine vaccinated for anything. Yeah. Like when you're born. They vaccinate like, you even if you don't. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess if you do like... polio vaccine. Like religious... Yeah, or something. Like religious beliefs, I think that you can say and then they don't. I think that's okay. But I doubt his mother was like that. He just has a phobia of needles, not of being vaccinated yeah you know so there's no way that he's because the lady's like you're no you've never gotten a shot before and she's like okay like implying he hadn't but that's not even possible yeah and we know he's been to the hospital because mr monk goes to the hospital he's had an iv like in his arm and all this stuff too so i still get being scared of it it's just not definitely had a vaccine i just don't understand why they say that i was like monk is an anti-vaxxer oh my god which I mean, like this is that was funny. <laughs> you were like, ah. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, my last dislike is a little. This is a smidgen one. Oh. I thought they were actually gonna have a nice dinner, and Monk gets poisoned. I was like, I know. Oh, like part of the not enough Julie action. Like I, they were actually thought they were gonna have like some type of conversation and then because monk starts like doing the spoon thing and natalie's like please mr monk stop 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 and he's like i'm just seeing like spot there in the spot and then he's like literally dying and you're like what the yeah nice dinner ruined so julie could have so went to the hospital and we could have so had more julie action like steven went to the hospital no one invited steven Julie could have went. exactly (laughs) steven get on my level dude how hard is it to get a hold of julie there's no way they were like, oh, we don't even want Julie in the scene. They definitely were like, can we get Julie in the scene? She was like, no. Or someone was like, no. What was she even working on at the time? Nothing. Nothing. Packing for college. Moving more furniture. Moving to Berkeley. Liar. Coaching soccer. <laughs> okay, you ready to move on? Yes. He's, He's the, the guy. guy. Okay. Do you have anyone... I have one person. Oh, really? 
You may know her from the office. No. (laughs) I have have one person. And and it's Craig T. Nelson who plays Judge Ethan Rickover. Oh, okay. And he plays Mr. Incredible in The Incredibles. Oh, okay, cool. I recognized his voice. I didn't even have him, honestly. Um, I had... Okay, my first thing was... Do you remember we were watching the show and I was like, that guy looks familiar, Joey Kazarinski. I was like, he John looks like Kizitz. another famous actor, but I couldn't think of it. And I finally figured out, you probably won't agree with me, but I was like, Derek Huff, question mark? I was like, he actually like, he's oh like, he's like, he did. He's like a small like face a, with like, a little beard thing going on. And like, and oh my God, eye. he looked like Derek Huff. Right? Okay. That's crazy. Yay. Okay. Speaking of another guy That's who looks funny. like another guy, remember when the doctor popped up? Dr. Nash. No, the other doctor. Dr. Black. The, the, not Dr. Black. <laughs> uh, yes, the African-American doctor. <laughs> Toby and I were watching it, and we both go, oh, Dr. Kane. Because we watched The Resident, and, then, okay. and he, it's on Fox. It's actually a current show right now. We watched that show, and so we were like, oh, that's Dr. Kane. Well, I looked up his, his IMDb, so... The doctor on this show is uh, Dr. Matthew Schuler, and and he's wearing a lab coat, right? So we're like, he's the doctor, and it's the doctor. Like, he looked exactly the same. So, But his real name is D.B. Woodside. So I looked up D.B. Woodside's IMDb, and the resident wasn't on there. And I was like, this makes literally no sense. Okay. He is on the resident. Like, I am not crazy. He's on the resident. It was in 24. And are you looking it up? I'm going to give D.B. Woodside. He was on 24. He looked really, like, what's it called? Familiar, Familiar, yeah. Okay, so I was like, I do not understand. And I said, who plays Dr. Kane on The Resident? Well, apparently it's another guy named uh, Morris Chestnut. And so I took some screenshots. So this is D.B. Woodside. Yes, yes. Okay, so see. Yeah, that's D.B. This, that's not D.B. Woodside. Wait, What? That's D.B. Woodside. That's Morris Chestnut. Whoa. Like, are you kidding me? There's like a slight, like... There's a slight, slight skin difference. Color, skin color difference, but that's it. And like, and it might just be the camera. Oh my God, that's crazy. And if you type They're in... They're literally double games. If you type in Morris Chestnut look alike, it says looks like D.B. Woodside. Oh my God, that's crazy. And then you don't even have to type in looks like... Uh, for D.B. Woodside, look, it doesn't, you don't even done typing in D.B. Woodside, and it says D.B. Woodside and Ch- Morris Chestnut. What the? Yeah. So, I thought they were, like, the same person, and so, the other guy, Morris Chestnut, is not on this episode. He plays Dr. Kane on The Resident, but D.B. Woodside, I do know him from stuff. He's from Suits as Jeff Malone. Mm. He's Jessica Pearson's boyfriend. For a, quite a few episodes, and then Jessica Pearson has a spinoff. I think it got canceled. Did you know that? Uh, you know the show Suits, right? We talk about Suits. Yes. There's a spinoff called Pearson. Pearson. From one of the doctors. So this guy is the main lady's girlfriend. Her her name's Pearson. Well, okay. Bethany Joy Lynn's who's <gasps> on Wintry Hill, starred in in that Pearson. And Pearson, yeah. But I think it only was on for a season. I think it got canceled. I love Bethany because it's, I think, and I think that's why they're doing their podcast now, maybe because their show's not on anymore. I don't know. That's kind of conjecture. I just kind of put the piece together. But anyway, so this guy was on Suits, Pearson, Lie to Me, um, Numbers, and then he was on 24. 
as President Wayne Palmer for 48 episodes. What? Yep. So I did recognize him, but from the wrong thing. So Toby, now that Toby, you're listening. I was, I make Toby listen because to, to proof, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I've heard this. So Toby, you can listen. Exactly. And so, hi, Toby. Hi, Toby. I've never actually talked to Toby through the podcast. This is like Inception. Oh, no. Oh, not quite. I think it's, I think it's too hot. Okay, guys, our camera is like skitting out because Toby is incompetent. Um, <laughs> so if we, Noah, if you're watching on YouTube, Noah magically has food now. Yeah. He has Raising Cane's, which I'm jealous of because that's my favorite and I'm not allowed to eat it. <laughs> but I digress. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. So I'm just going to move on to my next uh, He's the Guy, which is Ed Begley Jr. Mm. as Dr. Malcolm Nash. Super familiar to me. Um, not anything in particular, but he was on Young Sheldon. I didn't. I don't watch that, but I know some of our listeners do. Modern Family, Rules of Engagement, Hannah Montana, Veronica Mars, Seventh Heaven. I think I recognize he's like the family doctor. Mm. So he's been on quite a few episodes. Drew Carey, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Two episodes of Columbo. One in 1978 and oh one God. in 1994. Yeah, I was like, a child? that's interesting. As a child, I have no clue. 78. That's I mean, like 10 years? It's a long time. No, 20, 20 no, years? 1994 is like 15 years, but 1978 is even more than that. No, no, not for 15 years from us. Wait, what? Like if this episode aired in ni- in 2009? No, 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 no. Oh. From, from the first time he appeared on Columbo. The last time he appeared on Columbo. Oh. So basically he did one like... 78, 90, 88. That's like 50. Yeah, that's, that is 15 years, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that is weird. Hmm. An episode of Roseanne, and then he is in the last episode of The Office. If you haven't seen The Office and you're planning on it, spoiler alert, skip 15 seconds now. He's Aaron Hannon's dad in the final episode. She finds her parents, so... Um... I think that's actually it for He's hmm. the Guy. Um, there was one thing. Um, we've been watching One Tree Hill. So we've discussed this, but yes. Nikki, um, spoiler alert, Jake's baby mama, she was on Monk. She played the, the killer girl in Mr. Monk, It's Jerry Duty. The one that ties everybody up and tries to shoot him and everything. Oh. That's her. We've talked about that. Yeah. And then Peyton's dad. Peyton's dad number two. Because we okay. were, uh-huh. yeah. He was in Mr. Monk and Mrs. Monk. Remember, Mr. Monk and Mrs. Monk is when Trudy comes back from the dead. Mm-hmm. And she, and it turns out that she was an actress and someone yes. had hired her to do that. That's Peyton's dad. Is the one that hired her. Wow. Yeah. So, I think I even have it on... Um, that's like one of the screenshots that I use for like, rate this episode. Wow. He's in it. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I was like, I recognize him. He's from Monk. And then I was like trying to go to sleep at night and I was like, <laughs> who is he? And I was like, Mr. and Mrs. Monk, because I couldn't stop picturing him with Trudy. And I was like, Trudy's barely on any episodes. Yeah. And then I was like, that's it. That's it. So, okay. It's actually time for junk time already. Unless you didn't have anyone, right? Else? Nope. Besides Craig T. Nelson? Okay. But I do have some junk, so. Oh, that's good. Okay. I'll, I'll try a chip. <laughs> Junk time. Welcome back to my favorite time in years in the show where I get to eat Raisin Cane's. I know. I am so jealous. But I, I am proud that you're coming out strong. Yeah, fast. Like, so. this is the second to last episode. I, I have know. to. I know. 
Mm. Mm. So good. The salsa is really good. Like I said, no garlic. Like, it's not that big of a deal. No onion, not that big of a deal. Is there not that much of like a kick? It's so spicy for sure. Yeah. But like, they also had a medium one. I got the mild one because mm. it is more time. enjoyable. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. My only like general generic question is how long would you wait before opening Trudy's gift? Like after she had died. You know. If it I was, was thinking about this. And probably like the day after. I would said so the suspense would definitely have killed me by then. There's no way I would have been as patient as Monk. I feel like that's very unrealistic. Especially for right? Monk. Yeah, is it unrealistic for Monk? Like, I think it is. I, I also objective. Anything that she might have had that you could find out about her and why someone wanted to kill her could be in that gift. I mean, that would be a really, really long shot, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's definitely a possibility. She assumed he was going to open it at Christmas. Which, why wouldn't you do that? He should not open it until Christmas. Oh, yeah. He should have opened it at Christmas. That's what I would have done. That's my answer. I would have opened it at Christmas. But you're saying you would have opened it the day after she died? Probably. Just because you wanted a gift or because you actually wanted no, a clue? No, no, no. I love this woman, right? If I'm monk. I want to cherish every last thing, you know? It only makes sense for me to do that. Not wait 12 years. No, I'm opening it like the day after for sure. I would say if I did make myself wait, because I'm like a big delayed gratification person. Mm -hmm. If I did say like, no, I'll open it next Christmas. So I have something to open. I probably wouldn't open it next Christmas. You know what I mean? I'd keep pushing it. I'd be like, no, I can't open it because it's the last thing I have. It's my last gift from my spouse. I can't do it. So I could see that. However, like you said, if my spouse was murdered, different. I think that's a different, Way different. story. Now, I will say he did, mention, he did mention he thought it was a digital watch. So, again, if, you are th- if you're thinking that you already know what it is, it's yeah. almost like what's the point of opening it? Then it's just sentimental. Yeah. Like, she wrapped this gift. This is the last gift she's ever going to wrap for me. Give me anything. And, like, I kind of know it's a watch and I don't really need a watch. Like, uh, that's true. Like, it's our last secret. That's sweet. Um, okay. And then my other ones is, did you have any idea what would be in the gift box? Or any inclination, any, like, it probably is a watch. No. <laughs> no. You didn't think it was I a knew, watch? I knew it was, like, if you're watching this, I'm dead. That's what I thought it was. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. But you already knew about Trudy's gift. Yeah. Right? Because well, it had been spoiled. It's been, it's been spoiled. It's been spoiled. Right? It had been it had been spoiled. To me? Yeah. Or were you still surprised when you saw that the gift was the big clue? Oh no, you're right. I knew it. someone said Who was that? High Conrad? I think it was High Conrad, yeah. The gift being the clue, yeah. Cause I asked him I asked him in the interview when did they know that they were gonna use Trudy's gift as the as the mm. clue. And he said they didn't know until right before they writ- wrote the episode. They had no plans. Because the first time we saw the gift was in Mr. Monk and the Secret Santa yes. in season four. And they had great no episode. clue. That is a good episode. 
And they had no clue that they were going to use Trudy's gift until the very end. And someone just suggested in the writer's room, why not use Trudy's gift? And so they were like, okay. Wow. Like, that's good writing. I mean, it's like, it's good writing to like plan for years and years in advance. But it's also good writing to be able to go, that thing that has been. Let's put it in. Yeah. Let's mm. put it in. Um, okay, well, we're breezing through these questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, predictions for the end. Well, I don't want Monk to live. I want him to be with Trudy. I think that'd be a nice little bow. I won't be upset if he dies. I won't be upset if he lives. I, I don't think they're going to kill him off. Because last episode, people don't really like when the character dies or whatever. And I feel like people are most... I, all I've heard is positive things about the end. So I don't know if they would actually go that far as to kill Monk off. That's a good point. And people still go, oh, it's cute. But hopefully we see everyone there. Everyone. GK, Julie, Sharona, Longshot, but Benji, Belle, Steve, Mitch. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Mitch gives Steven and Natalie their blessing. His blessing. Aw, that would be cute. As a ghost. Like, Trudy did that with Monk. Came to him in a premonition or whatever. So, mm-hmm. it's not totally out of the question because we've seen it. But that might be a little much for the finale. <laughs> to have for Mitch. Sure. Noah's like, I'm still waiting for Mitch action. I don't know what you guys are waiting for, but... Uh, Honestly, never enough of Mitch and Natalie. Can you imagine they get, like, John Krasinski or somebody from the office? Oh, my God. That'd be sick. And that's Mitch. But he's, like, because Monk's with Jan. Oh. And Natalie's, like, or like Steve Carell. And Steve, can you, oh, my God. Like, Steve Carell, who and is crazy Michael Scott. That the entire show for me. Would, and then they do the same thing. And Steve Carell is, like, this, like, Navy pilot hero. Natalie, I love you. And he's like being like a serious actor. Steve Carell is an amazing actor. He could totally yeah. do it. He's played serious roles before. He could totally do it. But can you imagine if it was literally Michael Scott and Jan? I would have. I that would no, be so I would, freaking funny. I would be so mad. That would be hilarious. Because I would have be had to do that on purpose. They're both from The Office. There's no way they're like. Office is like one of the most prominent TV shows at this time. It's like season was Michael three Scott of Office, season gone? four of Office. So if, my, if, if they aired in December, it would have been like, what, 05, 06, 06, 07, 07, 08, 08, 09. So Michael Scott definitely was still on the show. Oh, yeah. So he w- And he would have been super famous and he would have been on The Office. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't oh, even yeah. want to think about that. That you're, would be so... You're jinxing it. I do not want Michael be... Scott there. He's, I'm so sure. Can you imagine... Oh my gosh. Okay. John um, Krasinski would be cool. I would be like, wow. I, I love John Krasinski. He deserves the world. That'd be cool. You know? Just a little. Someone famous, but not too famous. I doubt we're even going to see Mitch, but I like hypothesizing. You're right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, that's our short junk time. Um, viewer's voice is from Rocky Wayland on Facebook. He said, this episode is very dramatic with Monk being poisoned. Though there were a few dark, humorous moments, like Monk favoring death before vomiting. <laughs> it was consistent to the entire series with its brilliant writing and acting. 
was filled with the despair and suspense necessary to leave the viewer with the uncertainty of whether Monk would live or die, and whether or not he would finally be able to settle the score with Trudy's killer. Wow. I thought that was a good one. That was a good one. That that message alone made me want more. For like, sure. Dun, dun, dun. Who so. is Trudy's killer? <laughs> and that was perfect, because you... Um, I just finished my finished Raising, raising Kings. Alright, so let's move on to... Plot holes! I know, we've I never clawed you. each other Sorry. while doing plot holes. <laughs> That's no, okay. Um, so, do you have any plot holes? I do. Okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> you don't or you do? I do, I do. I do. Okay. You always have your I've, references I've, here, so you can go I've, first. Okay, okay, okay. This is, you, you'd already debunked this, I think. Monk noticing that Trudy was upset in the beginning. Okay. But you made a really good point, because you were like, Monk was like a totally different person. Like, he didn't even have like the same mannerisms or like act the same way but my point was just like really he like noticed whenever she like was upset like obviously he's a detective right but he never noticed like when natalie or sharona was upset yeah. because he didn't have like the social like yeah there's something wrong with me so like she was barely kind of like oh yeah and he's like are you okay yeah he's like definitely. that was very like human of him to do and so but you made again you kind of debunked it because you yeah. made a good point um uh, and then this one is, I've heard people say this, and it was interesting because this is literally the last episode we watched before this, but Mr. Monk um, and the Employee of the Month, mm. you watched that one, right? With Joe Christie. Remember what Joe Christie says? She was like, Sharona asks, like, what was he like, you know, before Trudy died? And he was like, you know, everybody was lining up to pick his brain and all this stuff. And then he said, I was there. When he got the call about Trudy. <gasps> That's where I remember that. He never smiled again. That's Cab. He wasn't there. He totally wasn't there. And there's so many people that are like, That's why wasn't Joe Christie there? He should have been there. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. It would have been amazing. He was probably doing Veronica Mars at the time. I'm not sure when Veronica Mars was on, but he's the dad on that. So he's mm. like a really main character. So that could have been it. But still, they could have gotten back for a flashback. Wow. That would have been sick. Yeah, so that was mine. Joe Christie wasn't there. This wow. You uh, you probably won't have this one. You probably don't have any of mine, honestly. So you don't have anything about death and vomiting, right? I do not. Okay, so I was going to say that death is, uh, is, death is on the list of the top 10 phobias. Uh-huh. But he's saying now that he's more afraid of vomiting. And vomiting's not on the list. That's a pretty good one. Right? Yeah. Because he's like death. Death is like way up there. Except for it's not. Because vomiting is supposed to be on there. Right? Hmm. That's not bad. Right? That's a... Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can go. So, at the very beginning scene uh, where Dr. Nash is killed. Mm-hmm. And all bloody and whatnot. And there's the pills by his head. The murderer wanted to make it look like a junkie took the pills or mm-hmm. was looking for pills or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Monk points out, hey, look at this inventory. It's 58 out of 58 pill bottles. He didn't take anything. He wanted us to think it was a junkie. Who is like, let me just scramble them on the floor, but not actually take any? If you, if you were smart enough, if you were a, a professional hitman, smart enough to go, oh, I should make it look like a junkie. And not be like, oh, what a junkie do? He would take, he would, if he shot a guy for this, all these pills, 
he wouldn't take any? That's just stupid. Yeah. Take like seven. Like, I don't know what to say. It was just yeah. a stupid it, you know clue. What? Yeah, and and they do that a lot on other shows. He wanted to make it look like it was a junkie. And you're like, then why didn't he take anything? Yeah. They wanted it to make it look like a robbery, so they ransacked the place, but they didn't take anything. Why? Yeah. Why would if you not take anything? If take you were a so successful necklace. as Like, don't take a TV. Person. Yeah. Like, oh, I gotta make it look like a robbery. And then they find, like, a 50-inch TV. Take a necklace. Take some jewelry. Yeah. Like, clear out the jewelry box. And then, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess people also, also don't. Criminals. They don't. <laughs> we could write the show. We could steal and from people. or be criminals. <laughs> criminals are cooler. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no advocating for criminals. Okay. Um, this one was pretty easy. The terrible cut on the pills. Monk spends all that time. And you're obviously supposed to be watching him separate the yellow, the blue, and the red. Oh, yeah. And he scoops them up, and he scoops up, like, the yellow, then he scoops the red. Then he has the blue left, and then it cuts away. And all of the little balls are all All spread out. there. And you're like, what? All the colors are there. What a terrible cut. That's, guys, And and then it stays on on the screen for at least 20 seconds. Yeah, that's the point of the whole scene. You can't miss that. The point of the scene is the little balls... Why would you make such a bad cut? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of disappointing. And Very. Like, that. You, it's like you had one job. Yeah. For sure. It's kind of rude, but you, you kind of did. I wonder... If I had done that, I would be beating myself up. I would be like, oh my gosh, look at those pills. Oh no. I'm I, an idiot. Yeah. Like, I would feel bad. I wonder... So I, I don't mean to make you guys feel worse. Just saying. But... I wonder... It's pretty bad. He just spit... How do they make those little balls? I wonder if they're even edible. Because there's no way he actually swallowed them every take. Oh, they're probably little sugar balls. There's things... Oh, like like uh... Those little candies. Or like little icing things. Yeah. The sprinkles. Like sprinkles. 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 Like balls. Icing candies. Sugar, candies. Sugar, sugar balls. Sugar balls. <laughs> little sugar balls. <laughs> little sugar balls. Sprinkles. <laughs> yes. Sprinkles. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> See, that's one of those things we beat ourselves up about. Exactly. We're idiots. We run the Junk Monk podcast and we can't think of the word sprinkles. We had one job. For real. Didn't I have sprinkles for a junk one? <laughs> you did. You actually did. Okay. I have... This is This is completely debunkable, but I had to throw some shade at Steven. False. He's like... Dr. Matthew Schuler, he's the best toxicologist in the country. Mm. I'm like, how would you know? Yeah, fine. You're not even here. Exactly. Freak you're you, even, Steven. You're not even you're, in this you're country. You're not even American. You sail around the world. How would you know this guy, this guy is, the, is best the best toxicologist, toxicologist in the country? And he lives in California, word. San Francisco, and he's treating you. What, you know everyone, Steven? Steven's so smart. He's burning up. Maybe we should get him to a hospital. Shut up, Steven. We knew that already. God. No, Mr. Monk. Keep eating. <laughs> Go on. Keep, here's some more. Keep, keep eating. <laughs> Steven is a real genius. But the only reason I think it's debunkable is because he's a, I think he's a medical doctor yeah. on the submarine. Right? I think he's a doctor. 
Probably. Yeah. I think he's a Navy doctor or something like that. So that's why, because I was like, oh, no way. And then I was like, oh, wait, I think he's a doctor. Yeah. So it's debunkable. I hope he isn't. It's debunkable because anybody can know anybody, but it's it's not impossible. Just implausible. That's not right. Improbable. Improbable. Implausible. Implo- no, improbable makes sense. But I was, that's the, what I was Impro-per-fract. saying, implausible. But it was implausible and improbable, and I said implausible. Implausible. <laughs> implausible. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can't get delirious. We still have two more things. Okay. Um, what's your other plot hole? Did my last plot hole. How many do you have? Two. Okay. My, then you can go again. Okay. I don't want to say yours. But the agents and their earpieces? No. Okay. The agents, they're like... They're like messing with them. The, the lady who, obviously, she screws up. She she's sucks. messing with hers. But she's my like, point is that men can't cover their earpieces. I get that. But they show a dude that has like slick back hair like yours. He slicks it back. He could just like cover up his earpiece. And then they show like two or three different women agents who have their hair all ponytails. pulled back. And you're like... Why? Why would you do that? Why would you draw more attention to like, okay, I have a ponytail. Like, if I want to hide my Bluetooth ear things and no, so no one knows I'm listening to music, I take my hair down on purpose. Or I wear like a side ponytail and like put it over my thing yeah. to like cover my ear. I'm not a police officer and I know how to cover my ears up. Like, that's just very implausible. That's implausible. <laughs> Plot blows. <laughs> that was a real. What did you used to call this segment? Was it not plotties? I think it was plotties. Yeah, I think it was because I said I'll only say stotty plotty. I won't. This is not plotties. the segment, but we we can call it stotty plotty. But you tried to call it plotties. Plotties. Which now sounds like pilates. Yeah, I don't. Know How did we never think pilates? Of like plotties. Wow. It literally sounds the exact. We same. have so many mind blowing things today. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, okay, so you remember the judge governor dude was, like, signing the warrant? I was like, this might be the last warrant I'll sign. Yeah. Weird, by the way. I think he might be the murderer guy who killed Trudy or something. Anyways. Okay. The governor dude guy, man, said he just finished leaking. He just finished fixing the leaky shower upstairs. And then, but you can see his house. They're in the backyard of, I'm guessing his house because they're, like, Oh, he'll never leave this house. He's going to be buried in this yard. But it's it's a one-story house. And he's like, I just finished fixing the leaky shower upstairs. And it's a one-story house. Is it? It is 100% a one-story house. I'll show you. L- look it up. Noah's on it. It okay. is a 100%. I'll stretch out my last plot hole. Shoot. <laughs> this is the longest hallway ever. Um. So, how... And so, this is the end scene... Stottlemyre is running after Kazarinsky and they're going over the train and the train and then Kazarinsky gets hit by the train and Stottlemyre immediately runs up on him and is like, no, no. He maybe like grabs him and Randy is right there next to him. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, how on earth did Randy get from the control tower and then Before also, and then also know exactly where they were at and where they had run to when they went outside. And then, and then if he did know where they were and was that fast to catch up with him or whatever, where were all of the other police officers at? 
Like, it was, I mean, I loved the scene. It was a great scene with the sunset. And it would have definitely, like, taken away if it just, if it wasn't just Randy and the captain. But I just don't think that it made any sense that Randy caught up to them and knew where they were and all that. I mean, Randy didn't have to be in that scene. Like, it would have been nice, but the only thing is there's a little window up there. That looked, I don't know what that is. They don't move from this shot. Come on, really? I'm go- I'm gonna go on the record and say that's a good catch, but there is a little tiny window up there, and I... it could possibly be like a bonus room. I don't know. We don't know. But but my plot hole wasn't bad, right? How yeah. did how did Randy get to that scene so fast? That was a good one. That's I mean for sure. Like because again, how did he know where he was? And we're like, wow, Stoudemire was running so fast, and they both were running so fast. So how did Randy also run that fast down from the control tower? Down that just seems from, yeah. unlikely. And there's a ton of other agent people there, there. that can also... Who were closer. Yeah, way closer, for sure. So, Okay, that's actually my last plot hole. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus Blazy Blowblins. Okay, out of 10 what? I'm really excited about mine. Out of 10, Leaky Showers Upstairs. Oh, okay. Nice on the fly <laughs> thinking. Okay, okay. I put out of 10, honey mustards. Aww. That's <laughs> out of 10, stupid Steves. Scuba Steves. No, that's... that's Stupa Steves. Stupa Steves. Okay. <laughs> Crazy moments. He makes Natalie get separate baskets. Okay. Just in general. Which we decided wasn't really crazy. This other one's not either. Seeing spots. He seeing spots is not crazy, but he's trying to clean spots that he's seen. Oh yeah. Um, everyone has to hold him down in order to get a shot. Mm-hmm. He said, "Well done, Natalie. Well done." He also tells the lady. He only tells Natalie, "Give her some blood." <laughs> they found more mouthwash. <laughs> a huge bucket full of mouthwash. Oh, that this was a good part too. Are they gonna put everything back? Oh, yeah, yeah, she'll put everything back once they're done. No, because there's a system. Are they going to put everything back? I thought that was good. Oh, in the flashback, the umbilical cord. Mm. He tries to, he's like, it's an umbilical cord. They're not straight. They're never straight. His Tottenham is like, I bet his was. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was actually good. <laughs> Monk doesn't know what scanning is. Remember when the guy's like, he's like, he oh, was he's like scanning joking. me. It was like the scans. And he's like, what are they scanning? Because it's like birth and whatnot. And, and oh, I thought it's like, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, okay, wait, hang on. I thought he was saying they're scanning. He was scanning in the things, and Monk goes scanning, and he was like, never mind. He was mm. blogging them or whatever. I like th- he didn't know what a scanner was. That possibly could be. I it. thought that was what the joke was. Um, he's also cleaning up the ransacking at the guy's That's apartment. That's why, yeah, when he's folding a blanket. <laughs> and he's like, we're trying to intimidate her. Stoudemire <laughs> just throws the folded blankets down. Um, he splits up the colors in the pills. Five is a bigger number. Mm. <laughs> and then vomiting before death. So, all right. So out of 10 leaky showers upstairs. upstairs. Allegedly upstairs. <laughs> That's what, out of 10 alleged leaky showers upstairs. <laughs> or leaky showers allegedly upstairs. It is a four. At four or a three. Three, I can't really make up my mind. They're essentially the same number, in my opinion. Three and a half leaky showers. Three and a half leaky broken. showers. It's leaking. It's leaking. It's like a half. It's not one. all the way there. 
Okay, but, three and a half. Because, I mean, I he's crazy, but at the same time, he's dying, so it's, like, justified in a way. But, you know. Yeah. I, I put out of ten honey mustards, I gave him five honey mm-hmm. mustards because I that's what exactly what I put. I said, everyone grieves and takes bad news differently, but his hilarious reaction probably would be strange to outsiders. Right? So you yeah. could see, like, well, everyone grieves differently, and that's pretty much the crazy stuff he did was, like, out of fear of dying. So you could say, like, he wasn't that crazy, but also people from the outside would be like, he's he's afraid of vomiting. Yeah. Like, you know, and then be crazy. So I just gave him, like, right in the middle. Just gave him half, so. All right. Final segment. Dang it. Rate this episode. This is our second to last rate this episode. It is. This is sad. Okay. Other than the season wrap and the series wrap. We don't count. But we're not doing rate this episodes on those. So this rate is. Rate this season and rate this series? Rate this series. Rate this series. And I it's our favorite. Like too. Our favorite seasons. <laughs> Come on. Really okay. I guess we could rate the seasons. That'd be cool. Okay. We can rank them. Okay. All right. Okay, so since I read the synopsis, uh, you go first. Since I know you're going to make me go first. I was. In the final. I am. I have to read the synopsis on the final. Yeah. You can do you it. You didn't now. stutter at all on the, on the synopsis. I know. Well, my trick is now I read it slow. Yeah. Dang. I like know exactly what I am going to say, and then I say it. <laughs> okay. Um <clears throat> Okay, don't shoot me. Don't kill me, everyone. I feel like I'm justified in saying this and rating this. And I thought about it. And this isn't a good episode. I'm sorry. It's not a good standalone episode. I can't really make a full judgment about this episode until I watch season, or part two. Because it's meant to be a two-hour long episode, essentially. But I don't... I just can't give it a full whatever if it's just this, if I'm, I'm picking apart this one thing without having full knowledge of what's going to happen in the second part. So that's why I'm doing this. Um, it was really boring for the first part of a two-parter. Like, even Mr. Monkey's on the Run was way better than this part one. Like, way better, in my opinion. I was actually, like, wanting to know more. I, I mean, I do want to know more about... Trudy, but I mean, it's Trudy, and I should be way more excited than I am. And I feel like I was more excited to be like, oh, Monk's dead or whatever, you know? But. So, like, you actually do kind of want Monk to die. Yeah, I do. In the end, I want him to die. But, I mean, because, you know, he'll be with Trudy and whatnot. Yeah. But, really boring for a two-parter finale. So, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10. Did you, did you want to look at your numbers, or... Is that? I mean, I can look at them. I can think about it, but we have sold on this. I don't know if we've discussed this yet, guys, but we actually have our. We got smart on the final season, and we decided to actually like compare all of our numbers that we give instead of just like guessing. Yeah. Because I think usually what I would do is go to like just the episode before. Um. See, this is this is how I'm seeing it though. Is that not knowing because I do know like the premise of what happens at the end. So obviously I can't do it this perfectly, but I am trying to not 
like not say like, oh, well, this is great. This is a great setup for the finale and that's how I'm going to grade it. I am grading it how I think you should. A standalone is, episode. Is, but not a stand... That's what I'm but I know, but not a standalone Monk episode. Like if this was in the middle of season five, would it be a good episode? No. But as a theatrical ending to a series of being a part one to a series. You know what I mean? Not contingent upon what the next episode may or may not have. But I am grading it on if I think that this is a good part one to a series finale. Because to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to like what's at the end. I don't know if I'm going to like rewatch it and like how they did it and like, eh. So, and I was nervous. I honestly, I was nervous about this episode because like you said, people have been hyping it. I think I've seen this episode one other time. So I didn't really know what was going to happen, give or take. So I was nervous that people hype it too much. And I thought it lived up to the hype of, and I haven't even seen the end. And you know, people talk about the end collectively. Mm. So I was kind of concerned like, yeah, people probably just kind of hype this a little too much. I thought it was great for not a standalone Monk episode because it doesn't hit all the marks of a normal Monk episode. But I think this episode tied in really well Monk humor as much as you could have humor with something really tragic happening and action. I mean, that train scene alone that was really long, it was like, wow, that was an epic, that was some epic stuff. Yeah. And then Monk being funny as much as they could make it funny. I thought it was a good part one episode. So, like I said, I don't, just based off, like, on a normal season, I'd be like, okay, sure, you one to seven. But looking at those numbers, I think you need to move it up. Because that just doesn't really make logical sense. Yeah. Like, what's your it's next one? better than voodoo. What, next one? Or it's worse than voodoo, for I could sure. See, I could see that. Okay, so then what about... Boop, boop. 7.9? 7.9 it is, Candace. I'm locking it in. Okay. Write it down. 7.9. I will lock it in right now so I don't forget. 7.9. Okay. So here I go. I thought this was a great kickoff for the finale. The Trudy action, the gang action, they actually did a great of job yeah, of getting sure. everybody in. Julie action as well. The poisoning storyline, I really like. The present storyline, uh, real life and fake life. Fake life. <laughs> like in Monk and the fact that the writers did that storyline, very impressive. The Captain and Randy's chase scene. Natalie and Monk's gut-wrenching scene at the end. Then the cliffhanger of Trudy dropping bombs. It's like... Yeah. Bam. Bam. So I was very impressed. And even hearing your your description of it, I get what you're saying. But I'm going with two tens. I, I, like I said, I was really worried about it. Wow. I, I was, can't even, I I was can't really even worried. look at you right now. I was really worried about... Not thinking that it even was like close to deserving a 10. And easily when I was writing my notes and watching it and everything, I was like, I can see. The only scene that I did not like was was Randy and the captain. And it was more of just because it was, I just thought it was not, not very necessary. But every other scene, because also too, you got to think about, not that this would change your mind, but like I have to write the synopsis, right? So all the scenes that you were like, Oh, so pointless, whatever, whatever. Like, literally every scene had something to do with the storyline, either being poisoned or Trudy 
or the Kazarinsky guy, like all about monks thing and Trudy's thing and all of that. So, um, maybe a ten. I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm genuinely now. now I'm hurt. I feel hurt. Well, now, well, now I will say though that I like the I like Sharona's episode way better than this one. Oh yeah, easily. But with your ranking, this is gonna pull the the other one down. So I'm not I'm not mad. It makes me even feel more like justified for giving it a ten because I'm like, well, I thought it deserved a ten. You think it deserved a seven point nine, and then it'll average out to whatever. I just don't think like I think this episode's better than the badge. I mean, obviously, I didn't rate I didn't rate the badge very high, but the fact that like you rated the badge a nine, I love the badge, and saying I didn't like that episode, so we just have you know we're getting towards the end, and I think we're just wanting to see different things, and we have different opinions, which is nice because normally we have pretty similar opinions, and you know that the fans out there do not always agree with us, so yeah. it's kind of nice that we're disagreeing with each other. So, granted, I do really want you to like how the show is summed up, and I really want to like it too. Like I said, I, I want to. So, and I was nervous about this one. I was pleasantly surprised. I hope that when we go to part two, that those expectations that people keep setting for all of us, that I can come around, to, yeah. you know, that I can enjoy it, that I, that I hopefully I can give it another 10. If it's less than, if it's less than a 10, then I can do that because I already gave this one a 10 anyway. You know, I could be like, this was actually a really good setup for that one, but it didn't necessarily live up to... What, what this one led up to. You know, I, I could be disappointed can't. by it. But right now, the suspense is there. So I'm like, yes. And that excitement that I'm feeling about what's coming next, that's giving me a 10. I'm like, yeah, that was good. I but the next one could be disappointing and it could not be a 10. So You're, you're literally making we'll me feel so scrunched right now. So scrunched. I can't. Your I Noah is so scrunched. I can't right now, Candace. I, re- I feel like... Like, I just got, like, backstabbed. Wow. I think how that's interesting how you feel backstabbed whenever you just gave trending of the final episode ever of Monk a seven. A seven. It's not the final episode of Monk ever. It's the... Relax. It's the the part one of it. First of all, relax. It was bad, and it was not good, and there was not good. There There was four good scenes in here, and I just, I couldn't. It was a pity seven, if I'm being honest, and a very, very gratuitous seven point nine, in my opinion. I'm. Well, we'll see. I'm angry. We'll see. Okay, Noah is leaving the building. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, next time we see you. Sorry, we had so many camera glitches. Our camera, like, I think overheated. Yeah. On this angle, so now we're over here on the phone. And I finished my cans. Hello, phone. <laughs> I had a couple of chips. They're they're good. They're still good. Um, but we will see you guys next time. Hopefully we can get our camera situation a little better. Yeah. But, um, we'll record next time and hopefully this probably doesn't relevant, but we'll do a watch party. What? what? We'll let you guys know when we're going to watch the final, final episode and we can all watch it together. So we'll see you guys next time. Podcast. Live forever. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.